This is Agents Influence Podcast. Well, one of the things that I learned long ago that you're given the independence to make as much money as you want. If you want to make more money, you work a little bit longer, you work a little bit harder, you hustle a little bit more. You don't sit back and accept what you have today because it may be gone tomorrow. And this profession gives you the independence and the liberty to do that because being in this business, you're not tied down to a desk, you're not punching a time clock, you are free to come and go as you please and as Matter of fact, the more time you spend away from your desk, the more money you'll make and the more personal relationships you'll develop with your client. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family. Hey, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. How are you doing out there? I hope you're having a fantastic time. I don't know if you're, usually these get released on Wednesday. I don't know if you're actually listening to this on Wednesday. Keep in mind that you can find us on iTunes and on Stitcher. Um, I'm hoping Joey's going to get us on Google Play here. There's a lot of paperwork you got to do. I'd like to get us on iHeartRadio. We've got the paperwork. We're pushing it through. Yeah, I mean, you know, what they do is they make it hard for people to have podcasts. And the reason they do that is so they just get quality podcasts, especially iTunes. Very, very tough to get yours in there. But we are, because of you loyal listeners, the largest podcast uh, li- most listened to, uh, most downloaded in the insurance industry. And we're proud of that because you've, you've been inspirational in, in spreading that message. Um, keep in mind that today uh, is an extension and another podcast of the Veteran Insurance Professionals, which is also known as the VIP and uh, it's once again, you've heard me say before, it's very fitting that uh, we would have a VIP falling in line with the veteran insurance professionals. And I'm going to be introducing you to Todd Hendricks here in a minute. Um, but I, I, I want to let you know um, there's Grow Mastermind out there. That's important. Look that up. Go to growprogram.com. Check that out. Um, but, the, but the important part is, is that VIP um, is sponsored by Rocket Referrals. You've heard me mention this a couple times now. You're thinking to yourself, man, Jason keeps talking about them. The reason why I do is because they're sponsoring this. Um, but the reason I really do is because they use them in my office and I have for three years. I was one of their test pilot people. I'm not going to say exact, but I was probably one of their first 10 people. And I, I love these guys. I love Tori. I love, I love Carl. If you know them, they're just genuinely good people. They want the best for the industry. And I love people that want the best for the industry because we know as loyal listeners, that this is the greatest industry God ever created. So keep that in mind. Check out Rocket Referrals. It's plural.com. I know you're going to like it. You have questions, hit me at jason at growprogram.com. I'll tell you some of the things that I do with them. Now, let's get on to our VIP, Mr. Todd Hendricks. Todd, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Jason. How are you doing today? Well, you know, I'm doing better now that you're on here, and uh, I really appreciate this. You and I have been going back and forth on LinkedIn. You're a busy man. Uh, I'm trying to be as busy as you because then I consider myself Todd Hendricks successful. And um, Todd, <laughs> Todd, uh, tell us, uh, tell us uh, real quick before we get into it. Are you an iPhone or are you a Droid user? 
Oh, I'm a droid uh, user. I've been a droid user since the beginning. I just never did hook up with the iPhone, and uh, it has worked for me and worked fairly well. Bingo, bango, bongo. Right there, Todd. That's what I'm talking about, droid users. See, that's why I aspire to be like you. That is it right there. It just shows overall how your brain is probably like mine. Now, I don't know if that's a compliment to you or me. I don't know really what that was, Todd. We're just going to skip past that. What's the last app that you downloaded? Well, actually, I just did it today. It was a... uh one for my family, for my daughter, or my son, and my wife, actually, through uh, through school. <laughs> That's their lunch program. And uh, what it does, it allows me to put their, it's called My School Bucks. It allows me to put their lunch money on directly <laughs> wow. into, their, into their fund so that they can actually have uh, breakfast or lunch through the school cafeteria program. And that's better than giving them money because you know for sure it's not going to beer, it's actually going to lunch. Especially uh, when it's your son's a senior in high school and then your wife is the uh, high school English teacher and Spanish. So, yeah, that works. Wow, I don't know if I knew that she, that she, did, that she knew Spanish. That's awesome. Oh, that's what she's taught for, uh, she's going to get mad at me, but uh, for 31 years. Wow. Well, I won't tell her. Yeah. I mean, don't worry about it. It's just worldwide. Don't worry. Um, you know, but she's not going to be listening to this, you know. So anyways, she's she's doing her thing. Let me ask you this. Uh, tell us, take us back. Tell us who you are. Start at your diapers, high school, wherever you want to start, and bring us forward to now so that we can kind of get to know the past Todd Hendricks, which is going to tell us a lot about you today. Okay, wow, Jason. Uh, all started out uh, born and raised in this little small farming community in central Illinois, of Cerro Gordo, Illinois, and grew up. Family uh, has had an insurance agency. It's been in my family since 1917, wow. actually 100 years. Wow. Uh, it was first established in 1897. And so I grew up uh, watching my grandfather. Chapman and my father, Henricks, um, go to work every day in the insurance agency. And as I went through school, it was something that I was determined not to do, had no intention nor desire to do so. And so I ended up going down to uh, Southern Illinois University in Carbondale and got my degree. Yes, I'm a Saluki. And uh, ended up getting my degree in physical education and, and being a PE teacher and coach and a minor in in history and did that for a while taught uh, high school and then went back to southern as a graduate assistant football coach on the defensive side of the ball and coached college football for six years and while i was out in ohio coaching a division three school i met my wife ended up getting married and Things just bounce around. As an assistant coach in the small college circuit back in the middle 1980s, you don't make a lot of money. And uh, so left Muskingum College, now Muskingum University, and went to Edinburgh State University in Edinburgh, Pennsylvania. And my wife was teaching, as I said, Spanish and English in the high school in southeastern Ohio. So we didn't live together for about a year because I took the job the first week of August up at Edinburgh, 
and it was too late for her to change jobs, so she kept our apartment in southeastern Ohio in New Concord, home of John Glenn, astronaut. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Busting out a little history uh, out here, Todd. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and uh, anyway, long story short, that was in 1985, and that was the year that my father had retired from the agency and sold it to one of my maternal aunts, one of the Chapman aunts I have, who had been working in the agency since 1963. Well, I was home for the holidays with my wife back here in Illinois visiting, and my father was concerned that uh, the agency wasn't going to survive. My aunt was uh, a little strong-headed, and was not retaining some of the business that had been around on in, working within the agency for years. And uh, anyway, we had we had had a so-so season at Edinburgh, and the fact that I was living uh, 200 miles away from my wife, and not in the same town, obviously, and seeing each other about every third week. I said, you know, I think I could do this now. I was 30, just would be turning 30 years old at that time. Okay. And uh, Very relatable. I said, you know, I think I can change careers. And I said, you know, I said I'd never do this, but I think I'll, I'll see what I can do. And so February 1st of 1986, I became, uh, I came to work for Chapman Agency Insurance. And that's when it all started, February 1st of 1986. So kept the name, kept the name. Kept the name. Well, I expanded it when my aunt then retired in 1993, and I purchased the agency from her. Uh, she was always a sole proprietor, and I incorporated and made it Chapman Henricks, basically for to keep my grandfather, you know, my right. mother's maiden name. Right. And uh, my father had been in here in the agency with him since he got home from World War II in 1947. He started January 1st in 1947 here at the agency. So I added my last name and hyphenated it. And so now it's been Chapman Hendricks Insurance Agency Incorporated since 1993. Wow. And that's been, uh, you know, that's, that's how I, I transitioned from a high school teacher and coach to a college football coach to an insurance agent. And uh, as I progressed through the insurance business, I would introduce myself at times to some people as I just happen to be a football coach who actually owns an insurance agency. Yes, because you still I are never very, did give very, up football. You're still very, very <laughs> active. This fall of 2016 was the last season I will coach football. Really? I have announced my retirement. Yes, I finally announced my retirement from being a volunteer football coach at uh, Saragordo High School for the Saragordo B-Ment High School Broncos. So, and so I guess yeah, it's been a great I'm, career and a great life. Well, I apologize. I I you know, I've been switching around my TV from from direct TV to all this other stuff, and I must have missed that on ESPN. Dot, I apologize for that that, <laughs> that retirement. I, I didn't see anything. I apologize. Like I said, uh, a lot of people weren't sharing it on Facebook. It's shame on them. So anyway, Todd, I know that's a passion of yours, man. I've, I, that's one thing that uh, if you said to me seriously, other than knowing Todd Hendricks and thinking of a word other than insurance or agent, what would it be? I would think football. I really would um, because that, that's uh, I know you're passionate about that and follow you on Facebook and see a lot of that stuff. So, you know, kudos to you. Um, that's awesome. I think you're probably looking back and thinking, man, that went quick. That went fast. 
Uh, uh, did you? Oh, it has. It's uh, gone very fast. Uh, I look back at some of the uh, some of the kids that have played for me that I've coached over the years, and good lord, they're they're forty five years old now, and I'd be like, how are you? How can you be that old? I mean, it's, right? But they are, and it's it's great. I have a great working relationship with a lot of my former players and and they've become clients many of them and you'll always be coached to them you know what i mean you're always that's how they saw you as a young child and molded their brain you know so um that is something i love to this day as my son he's only 17 but his friends to this day i haven't seen him for two three four years you know when they come up to me hey what's up coach you know and that's that's what it is and uh you, you keep that forever and i call i find that honorable i really do I really do. Hey, tell well, us a little bit it about it is, Jason. So, yeah. So no. appreciate that. When when your former players say that to you, appreciate that because it is an honor. It is, it is, it is. Uh changing lives. That's uh that's what we're here to do. Um changing lives and loving people. I'll tell you what, Todd, before we get into more about your agency, I saw this uh this uh this picture of a sign on the side of the road and uh it basically said it said, uh, "Just love everyone. I'll deal with every. Uh, I'll deal with the others when they get here." And it was a sign on a on a church saying that, and by God, you know. And it was a it was a little thing that said God on the side. It said, "Just uh, just love everyone. I'll deal with them when they get here." And I just I thought that was funny. So anyway, sorry, I, I get off on tangents. I'm known for that. Actually, sometimes people like it, except for. Ah, my close friends and my wife, but that's okay, Todd. We'll move on. So tell us, uh, we've got a little bit about your story, but tell us, uh, you know, since you've owned it, what what has been your vision for growing it? What has been your uh, you know, your methodology for growing it? Who are you today? I mean, tell us a little bit about from there to now and, and how you've gotten there and some of the trials and tribulations you've done. Go ahead. Well, I realized back in 1986 when I first came into the business and first got my producer's license that, you know, we had to go out and market ourselves. That was one thing that my dad and my aunt really did not advertise or market themselves. They basically, uh, you know, stayed around the office for the most part and, and didn't go out because it had been, they were a multi-generational same families, multi-generational clients, and they weren't really going out and getting new clients. And so I started networking more to, to see what I could bring in. And actually, uh, it all kind of started. I learned how to do that from fellow agents that I'd become friends with when I went on the board of directors of the Independent Farm Insurance Agents of Illinois back in 1990 and was on the farm insurance agents board for actually 17 years serving on that as everything from uh, president vice president and secretary treasurer for many years to using that to jump over as a farm agent liaison onto the board of directors of the what was at that time the professional independent insurance agents of illinois which then transitioned to, we dropped the word professional, but it's not that we aren't professional, as you know, Jason, you served on that board with me. Yes. Uh, the Independent Insurance Agents of Illinois. And I served on that board, working my way up through the chairs as uh, vice president, president-elect, president, and then chairman of the board. And actually, 
because of some circumstances, ended up serving two different terms as the chairman of the board of directors, as well as being the trusted choice committee chairperson for a couple of years. But how did that help my agency? It let me network with people who could make contacts that got me access to different contracts that I could bring into my office, into my little small town rural agency, to make it more able to serve the needs of the clients I not only had, but of the new clients I was able to solicit and bring in. Right. Okay. And, and, and knowing your ag background, like you're, you're, you're doing a lot of farm insurance, am, am I correct right now? Are you still doing a lot of that? Yes, yes, you, you are. Yes, okay. Oh, and, absolutely. Well, well, it's been a firm background of the agency. Yeah, well, it, well, really? Okay, that's cool to know. And I know that when we go to D.C. and we lobby in D.C. on behalf of the Independent Insurance Agents of Illinois and the Big Eye, uh, Independent Insurance Agents of Brokers of America, I know that sometimes there's like a few agents that are kind of pulled out to kind of represent us in some of the bills that are being passed through uh, for uh, agriculture, excuse me, and how that stuff can affect not just insurance, but the clients that we insure and how that can affect them. Um, and I know you're always one of those that's kind of pulled out to say and seen as the expert in that. And uh, and once again, that probably besides football would have been another thing that I would have mentioned when I would have thought about you. You and I met because of the independent insurance agents. Um, I talked about that a lot. I actually, Todd, get a lot of pushback from my loyal listeners about this and blah, 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 and this and that. And, you know, some of the stuff I agree about here's at the end of the day, the IIA of Illinois was instrumental and giving me the confidence, the knowledge, hanging around people like you, Bill Ryan, and many other people, Ken Sampson, um, Brian Conan, that gave me that gave me wisdom way beyond my years. Cut down my learning curve a ton. Um, showed me actually just not how to be an agent, but a full rounded, um, uh, just a full rounded insurance professional. And I, I think people lose that. I think they could be a little bit old school and outdated. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, when you do the old, now you tell me if I'm wrong here. If you do the old Ben Franklin and you put the good on one side and the bad on the other and you make a decision based on that, I think you're going to say it's, it's a good decision. Oh, absolutely. And the, the fellow agents' names that you mentioned are all past presidents and chairman of the board of the Independent Insurance Agents of Illinois, and all extremely knowledgeable agents that have been very successful. Very. And so I think it is. It is a great organization, and it's something I'm proud to have been on and served, and it did allow me to meet you and uh, get to know you, Jason, and I think it's a wonderful thing. Absolutely, absolutely. A lot of lot of things you've told me over the years that uh, that you probably don't realize that I've used today, but that that's another story, uh, another time, another uh, another place. Now I want to keep going on here because uh, you, when you what are you looking at pre, um, premium size roughly of your agency? Oh, uh, right now we're probably. <clears throat> I'm really small. People don't understand how small I am until I start talking about it. Oh, you don't have to, no, you don't have to talk about it. Todd, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to talk about it. We'll just go on to what's your No, split. no, no, no. That's fine with me. Okay. No, I'm only probably about a million uh, two to a million five in, okay. in total volume. I think that's 70% and of the agencies out there. It really is. There's a lot of small agents out there. Mm-hmm. And, and I fit right in that niche. But it's a niche that serves this part of of central Illinois and our community. And, and we're in the corner of three different counties, about 15 minutes due east of Decatur, Illinois, 
and about 45 minutes southwest of Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. So uh, it's rural farm country, and it's good flat black dirt. And we raise crops, and and that's what we do. What percentage of it is, uh, you know, farm, commercial lines, uh, personal lines in your office? Including farm as commercial lines, which it truly is. Yeah. I'm a little, probably about 62% commercial and about 38% uh, personal. You said I'm about 62%. That's funny. Um, <laughs> well, 60-40. Yeah, well, hey, 60, football, 40. it's about the details, darn it. It's about the details, you know what I mean? And you're bringing you that into the it. office. You're, darn it. We don't have any rough estimates around here. It's 62%. But, yes, anyways, I'm sorry. That was funny. How many people are in your office? No, it is. What's your team? Believe it or not, there's only two of us. Two and a half. Um, my daughter is just turning 21. She's a junior at Illinois State University in the Katy School of Insurance. She's getting oh, wow. her degree in insurance risk management and finance. She's getting a double major. Wow. So, you know, that's something that we have talked about, her coming into the agency and continuing as the fourth generation and fifth actual family member to, to own it or run it. She but I'm not holding that? her to that. She yeah, I'm not holding her to that. Well, she initially told me when she got out of high school and was accepted at Illinois State that that's what her plan was, that I should start looking at retirement homes. <laughs> so this was her idea initially. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but now, uh, after almost three years in college, she is still an insurance and uh, risk management major, but she added finance as a double major. And now this summer, instead of working here in the agency with us, she does have a producer's license. Uh, She is going to work at one of the banks in Decatur. So she's going to explore the finance side, I believe, of her major. So we'll be uh, we'll be thinking about the future in a little different way. But what do you uh, think? I have one full time customer service rep, and then myself as a primary producer. Good, you guys are doing it. You're getting it done, and uh, I love the fact that whether she's your daughter or not. um, you know, you're bringing young people into the industry. And what's amazing is I've heard the story over and over, the story you just told. Uh, I remember Ken Sampson. I remember like it was the other day and it wasn't, it was years ago. But he said to me, he said, you know, I never wanted to be in insurance a day in my life. And he said, and I went to the University of Kansas. He said, I got my degree. And after all that, and I had to go get a real job. If you know Ken, he's he's extremely funny. Oh, very well. He's yeah, he, yeah, the loyal listeners. But yes, you you know you know I know you know him. But he's very he's very witty when he talks, and um, and so he he said uh, one thing that made him think though after he got out of college was he said I stopped for a minute and I thought about going in the business because he had that opportunity, and he said I always thought about when I was a kid. He said, Dad sold, and he said, and we always had what we needed. We always had food on the table. We always had the clothes that we needed. We weren't the richest people, but we had the new shoes every once in a while. And he said, you know, he thought about that, that we went on nice vacations. You know, Mom was allowed to stay home. And he said, I thought to myself, you know, that doesn't seem so bad. And it's when he finally took that step to go in. And I'll never forget him telling me that because I think about that for my own son, you know, and I think about that. And, and my son's like yours. He's already expressed to me that he wants to come in. I mean, he basically has, which is really weird, um, but he, he does. And I think uh, if you sat him down, he won't admit it as a 17 year old, but I think if you sat him down, he's probably seen the same things. 
you know, he's seen that, hey, life's been pretty good for him. Dad's done it, you know, and, and uh, he's kind of an entrepreneurial kid anyways. But anyways, so uh, let me ask you this. Oh, absolutely. Let me ask you this. What yes, other, what, what is, what's a cool thing that you think separates your agency uh, and makes you unique? Has you got anything? Oh, I don't know if there's anything specifically that separates us and makes us totally unique other than the fact that uh, we're so personable. We're, we are really, and a lot of agents say they're customer-oriented, mm-hmm. and they do, but I think it's the small town that but that my customer service rep and I both grew up and graduated from high school right here, and so everybody in the community knows us, and we actually do reach out and touch and become very personally involved with the majority of our clients. Now, I'm not going to say every single client, but... Uh, Let's put it this way. I go to a lot of weddings and unfortunately a lot of funerals and uh, we get to know our clients pretty well. And it's that personal touch that makes us something that they don't like to leave, (laughs) good, bad, or indifferent. We always have a rotation of clients. We know that, the retention. But a lot of our clients wouldn't want to leave because they don't want to hurt our feelings, as one way to put it, or uh, upset us. So now I'll remarket a lot of stuff because I'll have friends of mine, and I consider most of them friends, will say, by God, Todd, my insurance went up too much. I'm going to do something. I'm like, okay, well, we'll put it in our comparative rating system, and we'll see what we have. And I'll end up doing a lot of remarketing, much to the chagrin of some of my insurance company marketing representatives, but uh, I'm like, hey, I'm going to move it. I'm not going to lose it. You're right. That's one of the things, I guess, that we do that some of the larger agencies, specifically in Decatur or Champaign, they don't have the personal touch. You're just a number. Uh, As soon as you meet the actual producer that probably sells you your product, whatever it might be, uh, the next thing you know, you're handled strictly by either a personal lines uh, cons- uh, customer service representative or a personal lines. Well, between me and my customer service rep, we personally know almost every client we have. Right, right. Um, now, what do you think? Do you think that your daughter's okay with that? What do you think her thoughts would be? Have you talked to her about that? That would she steer the ship in a different direction with? Um, yes, it's small town. People know her, but uh, has she had any thoughts? I mean, have you went that far in a conversation with her? I haven't really gone that far, but I can't anticipate that. Um, she's engaged right now to another um, young man from right here in town. And uh, as a matter of fact, it's kind of funny to go back to the coach. He played football for me. He was one of my linebackers. <laughs> and so even though... They're engaged to be married, and he's been uh, on my living room couch for about four and a half years now. <laughs> uh, he still calls me coach. Uh, I, I don't does. think, yes, I don't think they, they plan on going anywhere when she graduates from school. But I can't, you know, right. I'm not positive, and I'm not sure about that. They really mm-hmm. are two pretty much hometown people. And, and his his name's Ben and his family is from here as well. And so they have a very, his family has a very successful business in Decatur and, and, and they do a lot of work around uh, all the way from Bloomington to Springfield to Decatur to Champaign. So they're a pretty regional central Illinois business, 
but they live right here in town and and are local. So I I just don't see them leaving, and I think she's very comfortable. My daughter is with with staying here and and being that type of hands-on personal agent. Todd, what I want to do now is I want to get into uh, more of the wisdom. But before we do, I want to, uh, listeners, check this out. Hey, loyal listeners. I was in the mastermind the other day listening um, to a conversation some agents were having about rocket referrals and how to utilize it. And one thing that I had to remind my staff that I didn't even think about was online reviews. I mean, literally, rocket referrals has a system and an algorithm to get you online reviews on Facebook and on Google. And what was amazing when I told my staff that they looked at me and said, Jason, how do you think we get the ones we have now? So, Todd, here's the thing. I've got the loyal listeners. You've got them just revved up, and they know who you are. you got a good feel, don't you, listeners out there? you got a good feel. And they're standing there right now, Todd, with this towel. And it's the knowledge wisdom towel. And they're now ready to start soaking some stuff up directly out of your brain. Okay? So, here's some of the things I want to know. And I think they want to know, more importantly. What would you tell a young agent who's in the business today what's something they need to do to be successful oh for them to be successful a young agent today um well one of the things that i learned long ago actually from my grandfather chapman is that you're given the independence to work to make as much money as you want now whether you are a producer or a principal in an agency as a young agent, if you want to make more money, you work a little bit longer, you work a little bit harder, you hustle a little bit more. You don't sit back and accept what you have today because it may be gone tomorrow. And that's one of the things, and and this profession gives you the independence and the liberty to do that because being in this business, you're not tied down to a desk, you're not punching a time clock, you're not in that eight to five or nine to five routine you are free to come and go as you please and as a matter of fact the more time you spend away from your desk out not windshield time but making visits making calls the more money you'll make and the more personal relationships you'll develop with your clients that's something i think the young agents need to to realize is that they're not going to make a ton of money sitting and looking at a computer screen right get out we all have access today to technology that allows us to work from anywhere in the world. We can be riding up an elevator in the city and talk to someone, and I can give them a quote, believe it or not, on my tablet in an elevator. At least get the information where I can get back to them. And, and you know, that is just, it's mind-blowing. When I think to where I started in February of 1986, when I was still putting a three-part carbon a chord form into a typewriter to typewrite it. To Can't put even imagine. Two copies. Oh, uh, Jason, to put two copies of that in an envelope and send it in the mail and tell my client that in a week to 10 days, the adjuster will be contacting you because that's how it happened. <laughs> you tell somebody in 2017 that has just had a, a fender bender in a car that I'm going to type up the claim report on an accord form and stick it in the mail. And in a week to 10 days, there'll be somebody from the company that'll give you a call. 
You know what? You'll get Todd. There's probably you're going to lose more. that client. Yeah, you're going to you lose are. that client mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah. Today. You're, you're, there's probably a lot of agents, though, that are still doing a lot of that. They're not mailing it in, and it doesn't take a week to 10 days, but they're probably still filling out an accord form with an ink pen. Uh, uh, with an ink pen. But, yeah, so, okay, I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, you know, when you're talking about getting outside of the office, it's the way I was taught. I have to say that I still make most of my money outside of here. I've got my blogs. I've got – I don't do much Google ads anymore. I'm starting to start back up my Facebook ads because there's some new stuff out that, that I, I want to be the first wave on before it gets old in a year or two. And I think there's a lot of stuff. But one of the things – I say this all the time, and I say this in the mastermind. I mean – the number one way I get clients today is I pick up the phone and I call them and I set appointments and I go to their office, I meet with them, I submit, I get to propose it and that's it. And that is, I mean, it sometimes, yes, we have the person who calls in. Uh, we've had a couple just in the last month who we really legitimately just wrote it through text. It was just text messages. But I really still believe that as you just said, that wisdom, they just soaked up Part of the towel's wet. And they're saying that I agree with you. And here's the thing. My my friend Hanley always says, it's your rubber sole shoes beating the uh, the concrete. And I really think that that, that that embodies it. Now, is there anything else? I mean, would there be something you would advise them to stay away from? Um, what would a young agent or someone new in their business, what would you advise them that you've learned like, don't do this, or I did this, and I had to pick myself up. What? What's that? You got any of that? Don't stress over not making the sale. There's always another client down the road. What happens is a lot of times uh, people get upset if they work their rear end off trying to get that new client, get them a new quote, get everything lined up, whether you do it from a computer or a tablet or a phone or whatever or in person especially if you do it in person, then sometimes you've got a lot of uh, a lot of effort expensed into that. And they say, thanks, but no thanks. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to go down the street to the next guy. I'm going to go down to the captive down the street. Don't get bent out of shape about that. Uh, believe it or not, I had uh, a brother-in-law who retired from uh, – he was an attorney and retired from the Cook County State's Attorney's Office – as an assistant state's attorney up there in the city. And he and my sister had become very wine conscious. They had become very good at it. And he actually did some training and became a wine sommelier. And he decided that he hooked up with one of the importers that he had gotten to know. And he actually traveled over to France and Italy and Spain. And he was involved with importing some of the wine. Well, he actually set up a tasting with some of the hotel sommeliers that he had gotten to know in the city and some of the nicer restaurants, and no one bought any of the wines that he recommended. And it crushed him. He was Mm -hmm. a basket case for a month afterwards. (laughs) And I was like, Harry, so set up another tasting and sell it to somebody else. Right. I said, you love the wine. My sister loved the wine. I mean, there were uh, probably a half dozen different varieties that he brought back, a couple cases of each, trying to import and get them to buy. And I said, especially in a city the size of Chicago, the metropolitan area, I said, somebody is going to love that, those wines. I said, have another tasting, have another party, and, and get it done. And he was like, I don't think I can be told no again. 
And you have to be able to be told no. That's the key in sales. Mm -hmm. Don't let that worry you. You're going to be told no frequently. Hopefully for your best interest in business, not as often as you're told yes, because then you're not going to be successful. But don't be afraid to be told no. Smile, thank them, thank them on the phone, tweet them, text them. You know, I really appreciate the opportunity. Maybe next time it comes up for renewal, da-da-da-da, whatever it is. Don't be afraid to be told no. Go down the street and talk to the next potential client. Yes, yes, yes. Loyal listeners, did you hear it? It's echoing across the world right now. Whew, just solid red meat. One of the things, Todd, that fits right in with that, that I want to get your opinion on, yes or no, is this is this uh, something you've encountered? I think literally every agent out there has encountered this, literally everyone. Um, and, and, and one thing that my, one of my mentors, you notice I'm always saying mentors because guys, that's, I just surround myself with these people and they, he taught me something. He said, he said, Jason, you only get stressed out when your hopper is not full. Now keep in mind, as you know, Todd, a lot of agriculture out here, Southern Illinois, Central you Illinois. You betcha. I uh, like that. Yeah. And he said, he said this for a reason. So if anybody doesn't know, that's, uh, you know, that's something that you, you keep filled up and all this stuff like that. Okay. It's something they use out on the farm. I'm not going to get into that. But the thing that he said was, is he said, don't you find it interesting? And I'm talking to you loyal listeners. He said, don't you find it interesting that whenever you are working on five, eight, 10, 12 accounts and your hopper is full of business and you're just churning through it, that when you lose one, two, three, or four, you don't get stressed out. Like if you only have two or three things in your hopper and you lose one because he would say if you got three things in your hopper and you lose one you just lost 33 percent of your potential for making a sale but if you got 10 in your hopper and you lose one you're only you're only losing 10 percent of your of the opportunity to make a sale and I think that's important because agents what you can take away from that is what I did was as long I don't want to say that you quote everything not everything that fogs a mirror no I'm not saying that but you want to be out there like Todd's saying, get out behind that desk, get out there, talk to people. You get a couple no's, that's okay. We all know that you got to get to the whatever, the five, six, seven no's before you get a yes. I, I want you to think about that. So when you're stressed out right now, you're driving home because you just lost an account today. You did. And, 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 or you didn't lose the account. You didn't get the account and you're sitting here just upset. Now think about the last time you, you had lost an account when you were really quoting a lot. It was a different feeling you give yourself. So get out there, get your hopper full so that, and keep it full. Um, a lot of times also one of my mentors told me, he says, and new agents and also probably for the first five to 10 years, our careers and our months and our commissions look like a roller coaster. They go up and they go down and they go up and they go down. And what happens is we fill our hopper, then we quit prospecting. And then all of a sudden the hopper runs out. We got to get out there and spin the wheel real quick. And we shoot back up. We start getting people and this hopper's full. And uh, there's a, sorry, sorry to go off there. I just think that that was really, really full or really, really important. What you just said there about don't getting upset. And I think one of the ways you can alleviate that is to have your hopper full. So I, I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, okay. I'm sorry about that. Sorry about that. Todd, you, you agree? Yes? No? Oh, absolutely. I totally agree with that okay. because you want to have and it's the hopper full irons in the fire. You want to always be able to and, and don't think of it as being overwhelmed mentally trying to keep up because with the technology we have today, you can keep up. I mean, you can have your work list and you know who you need to contact and who you need to get after and, and things like that. 
but it it can be overwhelming but don't don't give up don't ever give up on that keep moving keep hustling and it, it hustle i mean personally hustle i'm not talking about hustling clients i'm talking about keep yourself moving and going because if you sit back and sit on your hands you're not going to be successful you're you're going to be frustrated yep fantastic we're going to close this up with readers or leaders and leaders or readers session. Uh, Todd, are you a reader? And if you do, what do you read? Oh, I'm a I'm, I'm an occasional reader. Okay, an occasional. Reader. I don't read a lot. Uh, believe it or not, I just finished uh, the the latest book I read was actually Bill O'Reilly Bill O'Reilly's uh, The Rising Sun. So, uh, you know, we did defeat Japan once again, and we did it the right way, in my opinion. But, yeah, that's the last thing I've read. <laughs> okay. All right. That's cool. And um, and, and given somebody, uh, would you uh, – I think you would agree that education, education is important, and I think our associations uh, provide a lot of that, sir, uh, a lot of that. I think our, our, our companies are kind of weak on it, but just like technology, they don't need to be in the education business, in my opinion. Um, where would you say would be a great place for an agent to start if they wanted to get some education? Oh, believe it or not, the the state association, the Independent Insurance Agents of Illinois, have a great education program. They put on both uh, online education seminars as well as seats in your in 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 the seat in live in person seminars uh, and they do a nice job about that and i mean everything from actually sponsoring the a cic program or uh, the just basically customer service rep and individual errors and omissions uh, eno uh, the uh, those different classes the association does a nice job with that in my opinion and you can find things online if, for that matter okay todd Appreciate you very much for being part of the VIP series. I think there were some some jewels that we got out of that, a couple, a couple nuggets, and uh, I really do appreciate it. Is uh, Any last thing you want to end with? Oh, probably. Um, get involved. Networking is the biggest key. In 2003, my little agency, because of volume requirements of the various companies uh, increasing, I couldn't meet by myself standing alone some of the volume requirements in order to qualify for contingent profit sharing. So in 2003, two of my neighboring agencies and I formed a an LLC. And so we were able to get uh, a couple of our companies that we had together. We all had very similar companies. And we were able to get them to agree to do a new contract for Okaw Valley Associates LLC. So we formed this partnership, and each one of us, are our individual agencies are corporations, and we're all the presidents of our own corporations, but the corporations are the members of the LLC. And so that now has grown. We are six members of Okaw Valley Associates LLC, and now virtually all of our contracts are with the companies with Okaw Valley and each one of the individual agent corporations is a sub producer under Okaw Valley Associates. So you created your and own little of, 
more sophisticated cluster kind of aggregator type type deal. Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. we did. We started that in 2003. Okay. And it's been very successful for 14 years. And uh, it's gotten to the point now where we're qualifying for some fairly significant uh, contingent profit share and profit share that none of us, and I emphasize none of us, would have received a dime of had we still been on our own as six individual agents. Wow. Hey, there's... Man, I wish you would have mentioned that earlier. That, that's some jewels right there, but uh, I think you gave us a good view of that. Uh, um, to be honest with you, I'm going to be reaching out to you because Travis and I are going through the same thing right now, and we're trying to figure this out. And uh, Wow, interesting. Thank you very much. Todd, thanks for your time. I know you're a busy man. It is Friday. It's almost 4 o'clock, uh, but that's how we rock it around here. Uh, got a lot of insurance work still to do, um, and I'm going to try to get out of here because my wife, I'm pretty sure I haven't looked at my phone yet. She's probably blowing it up with text right now wondering where I am. But in the meantime, uh, I do appreciate you, loyal listeners. I tell you that every week because I mean it. Uh, you know, we're approaching almost 13,000 downloads now a month. I mean, gosh, you guys are blowing it up. And if you remember, maybe you don't because I even forgot. I know this is terrible. You're going to be like, how do you forget this? As of, uh, as of March 5th, uh, like two weeks ago, that was our fourth birthday. So, so loyal listeners, we've been on four years now, four years, 200 and some podcasts. I got it right here. 213 podcasts later. I mean, it's all because of you appreciate you much. Keep in mind, we are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. This has been Jason Cass with agents influence podcast. Now bye. Rocket Referrals integrates directly with your management system, allowing you to have to do less work and in a more efficient manner. Let's be honest, your staff can't do everything, but with Rocket Referrals, it'll take all the hard work away from them.